Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelley Show as co-host marketers Shelley Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. I'm Shelly. And this is Nate. And together we are The Shelly Show. And as always, we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all of your digital marketing needs. And today we are here with Wendy Babcock. So go ahead and tell us about, tell us about yourself and your business, Wendy. Oh, thanks so much, Shelly and Nate. So yeah. I'm Wendy. I'm a TEDx speaker, author, founder of the Kindness Bucket Brigade, which is a Facebook group that focuses on stopping online bullying I'm also the founder of the Profit Up Experts Emporium, which helps new entrepreneurs learn critical business foundational skills by matching them with the experts they need. So it's essentially a mall of experts that we have learned their teaching, learning style, personality style, and match them with our um, enrollees. So the enrollees then can figure out their learning style and who's going to be able to help them get to where they need the best or, you know, in the most um, time effective way. Oh, wow. Okay. So is it just kind of like general learning or just kind of like, you know, learning for a specific business or, you know, go into a little detail of really what they, what they help them accomplish? Sure. So there's six categories, um, sales, marketing, social media, marketing, networking, time management, and mindset. And so in each of those categories, um, we're still building the emporium. There will be between three and five experts in each category. And each category then will show the experts with their teaching personality style. So you'll kind of know which ones you're going to work the best with. You'll, they have access to everything, but it just is a great way to save people money and time from mm-hmm. learning from the wrong experts that, that doesn't work for them. Wow. Wow. Interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I personally, I, um, I, I really like that because when I was in school, it wasn't really the class. It was all about the professor and yeah. I would know day one if I was going to struggle. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> awesome that you're kind of, you know, taking that side into account. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like myself, it's nothing wrong with, you know, the teacher. It's just, that's not how I needed to learn. So I've invested mm-hmm. money in expert programs where I'm like, oh man, I spent all this money and it's, it's not them. Their program's great. They're great, mm-hmm. but it's just not for me. Yeah. So wow. I just want to help other entrepreneurs kind of skip a few steps with, you know, spending that extra money where they can invest it in a place that helps them find their experts. Yeah. Excellent. So what I'm, I'm just kind of curious, cause that's, that's kind of new to me, like that field, like what, what, uh, how did you really get started? Well, you know, but like being a TEDx speaker, like, you know, how <laughs> did you get started kind of in this field? So it was a fluke, to be honest. Um, okay. <laughs> I worked in the hospital for 20 years and I liked listening to audible books while I, while I worked and I was listening to a book by Pam Grout. And in that book, mm-hmm. she had mentioned something called a complaint free world by um, Will Bowen. And I stopped it at that moment. Cause I kept thinking to myself, I was trying to kind of get the negativity out of my life. And I thought mm-hmm. what's more negative that we do than complain. So I just looked into this and 
call it fate, call it being in the right place at the right time. But when I looked up Will Bowen on Facebook, that day he posted, hey, I'm looking for 10 people that I can train to take the stage and do what I do. And long story short, I applied and I got accepted and I ended up quitting my full-time job to speak on stages. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That is being at the right place at the right time. That's awesome, Wendy. Good for you. (laughs) Thanks. And I'm an introvert. That's awesome. (laughs) So getting on stage was, was really difficult, but I just, Mm -hmm. I was the, the message he shared was so powerful. I just felt, you know, drawn to do it. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. I I don't know if I could do that. I public speaking and I do not mix weirdly enough, (laughs) even though I'm on a podcast. (laughs) That's what I said too, though. And, you know, now I do it. I'm like, I'm still an introvert. Like put me on stage. I know what I'm going to say. I don't have to like interact that much. (laughs) Okay. You know, off the cuff is more difficult. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. I, I, I am exactly the same way. To be honest with you, I am exactly the same way. I'm really good at um, prepping and getting on stage and doing presentations but then when it's yeah off the cuff or you know uh, yeah I have a, I have a little bit more of a time and right yeah, yeah I get it and I'm an introvert too that's really interesting I love this this is great yeah yeah oh, nice I'm the uh, I'm the random extrovert that just has a bunch of introverted friends. <laughs> really, <laughs> I like collect them. Like you know, I uh, my I my three closest them. friends are all introverts. So I'm like, oh, hey guys, yeah, I'm gonna be friends with you now. Hi. Right. <laughs> so they spend a day with you and then then hide in their houses for a week to recuperate. <laughs> oh no, I go find them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's, That's why I, I have a bit of a sticking power. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh man, getting a little bit back on track here. So, okay. um, you know, yep. with that in starting that business venture, I'm pretty sure, you know, there was probably a failure right at the beginning or, you know, maybe middle, I, I'm not sure, but um, go into, you know, what you would consider to be that failure and that really kind of helped you really grow in this space. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it stems from, you know, I started speaking and I loved being on stages, but mm-hmm. I just really wanted to host my own event. And so I created this women's event called Warrior Unchained Live. It's about women unchaining their inner warrior, like their mama bear (laughs) to, you know, it's a personal and professional kind of combined um, topic. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of a control freak. And so I thought I can do this all myself. And so I did all Mm -hmm. the planning I did, you know, I hired an event planner, but I basically took the reins through the whole thing. So she wasn't even able to do much (laughs) because of my good, you know. So the event itself was great. I had a great turnout. The speakers were fantastic, but because I did everything myself, I didn't market it well. Mm, I just kind of half-assed everything. Sorry for language, but that's, that's how I can best describe it is I just didn't, I ended up being four grand in the hole after Mm. everything was said and done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It hurt. My husband's looking at me like, what happened? So that was a huge lesson for me because mm-hmm. I felt shame, guilt. We weren't in a position where we could be $4,000 in the hole from an event I put on. Yeah. So it, yeah, it was not a good, a good um, lesson for sure. But like I said, the event itself, everyone, it went great. But again, the financial side of it was just a huge failure. Oof. And that was kind of like right at the beginning of everything, like, you know, just kind of out the gate, just four grand in the hole. Or when did that one kind of occur? So what happened was, is Mm -hmm. I, 
I really wanted to put a lot into the event. So between the rental of the place, because of course it was in person back then, it was 2018. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, I, I provided the food. I hired all these experts. You know, I wanted to give so much value with the ticket price mm. and it just ran a lot more than what I anticipated. And I just, I mean, it's great to give value, but I got in way over my head. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, of course, with on, you know, the offsetting costs, like, of course, you know, you're wanting to give them all this value, you're wanting to really make them feel comfortable and really, you know, give them everything. But then that dollar sign just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it just, you know, was it like after it happened that you really realized or, you know, kind of during? It was basically the the day that it was a three day event. So okay. I knew going in, it was going to hurt. I, I knew because I also had a DJ that, that I hired, you know, so I mean, I really oh, tried to put on this grand event when I should have stuck to something much smaller for my first event. Oh, okay. So man, I knew you went going, all out. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Go, yeah, I love to do things big. <laughs> so um, I knew going in that weekend that end of the day, we were going to be in trouble financially. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Not a fun lesson to learn. That's for sure. No, especially right out the gate. So I guess what, you know, what obviously, you know, maybe not going as big could be an easier lesson, but something, what's something that you really kind of learned from that and then incorporated into your future events? So the biggest thing was to ask for help. Okay. Talk to people who have done this before, because I really, I don't know if it was my ego or what it was that I'm just like, nope, I've got this. I'm gonna do it myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're actually better off. I found I'm better off investing in an expert and having it done right, you know, up, up front, you know, there's money of course, but on the back end, it comes out so much more successful financially. Mm-hmm. So I learned to ask for help and actually hire experts who know what they're doing, especially in the marketing department. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. my, yeah. Events since then it, it, <laughs> it's like night and day. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. And that's oh, good. That's, yeah, that's good advice for everybody. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. yeah and good. I think, you know, knowing when you're ready to put on an event and kind of reeling it in a bit too, because I just got overzealous about all this stuff I want to provide. I want to be the biggest, grandest thing anyone ever has ever been to. I have music, I've got, you know, and I think just reeling it in. And, you know, if I would have started smaller, it would have been okay, but I just had this grand picture in my head of what I wanted this mm-hmm. event to be. And yeah, I think, it was grand. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I used to um, work in kind of event planning and um, one of my first ones, it just went very similarly. It's mm-hmm. just, it just got, it had to be trimmed down so much because the idea of itself got way too big. And then the details just didn't kind of match up. And it was just like, oh, no, this is not going according to plan in any way, shape or form. And then I had to essentially go, we're doing something completely different day of just because it it got away from me. And I I completely can see how that could definitely work. Like you want to go as big as you can. You want to make sure that, you know, you're making a lasting impression. And then it's just like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't really, you know, it's working for them. But like, you know, in your case, financially, it's just, man, that's a big hit. Yeah. And the crazy part is, is like, the whole weekend, all I thought was, if I can just reach one person and make an impact, you know, it's Mm -hmm. worth it. 
And so on, on that portion of it, it was very successful as far as reaching people because I had amazing feedback from the speakers, from the attendees was great. So it was kind of like the best event, but also the worst event at the same time. So it was such a conundrum to be in. Like this was fantastic, but oh my gosh, it about took us out. <laughs> it's like you know? a one shot. This worked great, but we're done. Sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> oh man. Well, it seems like, you know, you've really kind of learned from that and been able to, you know, that was in 2018. So you've been successful. You've been going for about three years with it now. And it seems like you were able to kind of turn that ship around and, you know, <laughs> with the, with the theme of the, um, the talk that you were giving, you know, the, the power empowerment, you know, the woman warrior, it sounded like you were taking yep. that on a little too literally too, but, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, <laughs> I just got to, thought that was a little interesting too, but you know, it sounds like you've been able to really turn it around. You're growing, you know, you've got yes. a consulting firm that it sounds like you're able to really help others out with. So, you know, it sounds like you're doing fantastic. Yeah. yeah things definitely have turned around since then. I learned a lot of lessons and what to invest in and what not to. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I came to. And obviously 2020 was hard for everybody. Yeah. And that's when I came to that realization, like, um, you know, what can I do that will benefit who I was, you know, 10 years ago or however much, cause I mean, I did MLMs of course on the side when I worked at the hospital. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I kind of been an entrepreneur since 2009, but even with the speaking starting in 2016, I just thought, gosh, if I could go back, what would I want to teach myself that would have helped me? And that's when I came up with this profit up with Wendy idea and the emporium of experts. I thought, you know, if I could just create this program that would help people learn there's those foundational skills especially marketing mm -hmm. and and the how-tos and bring the experts to people you know maybe it'll help somebody else not be four grand in the hole after an event or investing in a mm -hmm. in a program that doesn't suit them right yeah. i was so, gonna say i noticed you mentioned yeah. um social media on that side shelly have you considered kind of pairing up here oh. <laughs> yeah um, it just entered my mind yeah I was like oh she needs experts and I do yeah yeah um, yeah I do definitely. and um yeah I make it very worth your while too uh, to be an expert and have content in the program so I mean yeah let's chat after this because I think that would be fantastic we could have a chit chat about you know what it is and how you can help yeah that, that would be absolutely fantastic I'm loving your website. I have your website up right now. Um, Thanks. <laughs> um, everybody, uh, her website is wendybabcock.com. Um, I urge you to go and visit and, and look through it. It's, it's a great website. We do website design as well as Shelly Social Media. So, of course, when I see a good website, I like to, I like to do a shout out there. So I just wanted to, to tell that to our listeners as well. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that was one of those things that, again, I had to learn, you know, on, on my way to before I could hire a VA or somebody to help me. So mm -hmm. I ended up just building that website myself uh -huh. <laughs> and That's just kept great. tweaking it. I just kept tweaking it as I went, you know, I'd go out to Mel Robbins website or somebody else like big and I'm like, okay, what are they doing? What does their page say? Mm -hmm. And then try and incorporate it, incorporate it into mine. So those are those small skills that I, I really want to teach newbies when they can't afford to hire someone to do it. You know, uh -huh. just get something out there that looks halfway decent to start profiting, then hire the experts that can come in and really help you level it up. Yeah. yeah. So that's been, that's been my goal is to help people get to that point where they can afford to hire the people that can really help them level up their business. And yeah. I, I like, I like that you, um, that you do the coaching approach too, because even though 
if you start teaching somebody social media or whatever, at least they're learning it. And even if they don't have time as a business owner, because a lot of business owners don't yeah. have time, but even if they have that knowledge to this is what I need to look for to have, you know, an, a, a decent company work with me or a decent, you know, someone that knows it's, it's like my experiences, the early experiences with mechanics, right? You don't know a whole lot about my car or anything, but if, if I went to, like, if I did a YouTube class or something or YouTube or, or did a, you know, a couple classes or whatever and learned a little bit about mechanics, then when I do go to the mechanic, you know, I can know whether or not I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, spoofed by them or if, um, if, you know, what they tell me is really accurate. And I think, you know, I think that that is a great way to um, do any kind of education, any kind of marketing, any, anything with people. I know that we offer um, consulting and coaching all the time with Shelly's social media. And we find that most of the people that we consult or coach with, they come back for services, you know, right. and, but then they also are like one step up from maybe somebody that doesn't know what they're doing on social media, wasting hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on their social media or on their Google ads or on their PPC <laughs> And then come back and go, you know, I've already spent like $6,000 on this. Oh, now I'm ready to learn, you know, instead your, your message to me is first learn this stuff and, right. you know, either implement it if you can, and if you have the time and if you don't, well, at least, you know, what you're, what you're, what you're hiring, you know, what you're working with, you know, who to contact. And- yeah. It, this way they learn basically the language. Because if you're going to hire a VA and say, okay, now I, I need to have like a build my email list, you have to kind of know a little bit of the back end of how that works. So when they're talking to you about what they do, you're going to know if they're, you know, good or if they're kind of full of it, you're going to be able to call their bluff <laughs> before you hire them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and also the goal is just not just to match people with the expert, but it also matches the experts with their ideal clients. And this way, after mm-hmm. they go through the program, I want to create this kind of a, a bond between the enrollees and the, and the experts. So it becomes that experts like lifer. Cause you know, mm-hmm. if, when you follow somebody who you really get inspiration from and you really learn a lot from, mm-hmm. you're going to keep following them on social media. So I want to create that, that bond for them so that ours is just the starting platform. We're just teaching foundational skills so they can go on with those experts and just keep leveling up their business. So I just want to be that kind of, it's almost like a matchmaker in a way, you yeah. know, so entrepreneurs.com, you know, like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Entrepreneurs That's what <laughs> maybe I should have renamed it. <laughs> entrepreneurs only. <laughs> like an only fans for entrepreneurs. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, well, Wendy, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you here. I, I'm, I've gained a lot of insights. I think um, one thing I kind of picked up was about how so many times people are just afraid to start something. They're afraid yes. to, you know, like with you, you, had you ever designed a website before? You <laughs> no. Really took that? No, exactly. So, like, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's like, I'm a perfectionist sometimes. So like mm-hmm. I get in my own way of, you know, something I read a long time ago, I don't remember who said it It might've just been a meme or something, you know, inspirational like that, but it was just like a half finished product is better than a non, you know, non-started product. So get some, get something down, get something out there, you know, present something to the world. And then, you know, you can critique, you can fix, you can change things, but if you don't start, you're, you're still at step one or step zero, actually. (laughs) You know, so I, I really like that. And I, you know, that's something that 
it's, it's important to just at least get something out there, you yes. know? So, um, I did want to ask you though, is there anything that you'd really like to kind of pass on to everybody out there? Actually, I'm going to use, um, something that the marketing expert I hired for my last summit, the, oh, prof- the profit up summit, um, after getting into learning so much about marketing from her and what she was doing, she actually, she sent me this mug. I had no idea who it came from, but oh my God, it's awesome. So on the mug, it says never half ass two things, whole ass one thing. Mm-hmm. That spoke to me because that's everything I'd been doing. I had been just literally half-assing everything instead of focusing on like those foundational skills, like one thing at a time, mm-hmm. figure it out and move to the next thing. I was all over the board. So yep. yeah. So something I, I would say to new entrepreneurs is baby steps. There's nothing wrong with baby steps. Focus on one thing and then move forward. Yeah. You know, I actually know where that quote comes from. It's from uh, Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I love Parks and Rec. When you first said half-assing it, I was like, oh, Ron Swanson quote. And I thought of it. <laughs> yep. got, it's got this picture on it too. So when I got oh, it, I'm like, who sent me this? And finally she fessed up. I'm like, you mugged me. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, you mugged me. She's like, oh my God, you're hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh man. That, you know, that, that's, uh, it's such an easy statement, but it's so true. Yeah. I, I find myself telling myself that all the time. I have two projects going. It's like, nope, focus on one, get one done, then the next one. Exactly. And, man, I, I love that insight. So, uh, you know, Wendy, again, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. I've really enjoyed speaking with you and, you know, I'm going to check out a few of your TED talks. I feel like um, my, my wife, I think she would enjoy some of them too, especially with the empowerment side. So, <laughs> yeah. well, my TED talk is coming up in August. So oh. um, we're just going, it was supposed to be for August um, of last year, but of course, okay. COVID. So right. it'll be coming yeah. out and it's about kindness. Oh, nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Wendy. Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys having me on.